Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the I Don't Get It podcast. We are missing Naz Perez this week, but we have um, someone filling in for her, and her name is Adrian, and she has can be seen all over my Instagram being the only person that makes me take photos. She became friends of ours two years ago when I did her hair and she infiltrated her way into the Iconetti family. So yeah, welcome, because, Adrian. Yes, welcome. I wasn't pregnant Thank yet. You. That's super, super crazy. Um, we are having Adrian on, though, regardless of whether Naz was missing or not, because the topic of conversation today is going to be life after divorce, just divorce in your 30s. Um, lots of questions about it. Not uh, Not something that Lauren and I hope to relate to. <laughs> but it is something that a lot of people go through. Yes. So um, we will dive into that a little bit. But do you want like 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 Adrian talk about yourself for a little while before we we go into like the hard stuff? Yeah. Tell us what you do. Where and all like and all the all the good stuff. Yeah. Let's see here. Um, well, I will say before we met, we have a lot of parallels in our life. Like yes. I have one sister. We're two years apart. Both of our dad's names are Jay. We're Italian. <laughs> we're both from Great Falls. So we were mm-hmm. bound to infiltrate. But yes, I did meet Lauren. She did my hair. And I was like, you will be my best friend. Um, <laughs> she was like, no new friends. And I was like, you'll be my best friend. Like, yeah. sorry, I will invite you to everything. I will text you all day. So <laughs> that was that. She, she um, does. She If you start her with texting. She yeah. will go. Yeah, I'll keep mm-hmm. going. Um, okay, so anyway, I am, I guess I, I own my own business. Um, we've taken a turn here now. It's a gummy-based business here in D.C. Uh, a lot of people have been, um, I guess, fans through Lauren's um, hair clientele. Mm. Uh, but the company is D.C. Gray's. And I don't know. I think I'm just on here to talk about other things other than that that are more interesting. Totally. Like you guys totally. have, like I just want. You got married at mm, 25. 25. Engaged at 24. Married at 25. But I do want to say, like, I feel like, and I've told Lauren this like a bunch of times, not to jump right into it, mm-hmm. but your life is basically a series of decisions you've made at different points in your life. And we only know our own journey that we've walked, but it is incredibly scary. Some of the decisions you make in your early 20s that, you know, lead you along your path. Um, But I know you guys have a lot of like younger girls listening. Mm -hmm. And so I think I have a lot of insight into that whole experience to share. So I'm looking forward to it. Well, let's talk about how you met your husband, your ex-husband. Ex-husband. Yeah. So and like your feeling your feelings of when you met him, because actually, weirdly enough, on the I don't get it message boards on the Facebook group last night. I thought I saw um, something girl, about divorce. This recently. girl says, Can you just she had no idea you were coming on? She goes, Can you please describe the emotions and feelings you had while you're planning your wedding and the feelings you had when you're planning your wedding day? Also, can you please state how long you've been married and are you genuinely happy? 
And she also would like to hear from you if you're divorced and called off an engagement. She's basically wondering like how she should post, how she should supposed to be feeling, planning a wedding, getting married, all the excitement. Like maybe there's some cold feet there. So you were engaged at 24, planning a wedding, got married at 25. What were like your feelings when you were dating, engaged, any red flags, warning signs, any information? Yeah, a lot of content here. So (laughs) I actually met my ex-husband at a fundraiser party in McLean. Um, He was roommates with a mutual family friend and I went with my parents, um, not like looking for anything. And at the time I had gotten out of like a serious, I would say, end of college relationship. And in my life, I always dated the athletes, the frat boys, the, you know, F boys. I loved Mm -hmm. like the life of the party guy. Um, After that relationship ended, I was like, I need to date someone completely different because clearly that equation is not working for me. Mm -hmm. Um, So, you know, one thing led to another. He kept asking me, can I get a drink for you? This or that. And then asked for my number. I kind of laughed. It didn't like give my number. Anyway, he followed up and on paper, great How person. How do you follow like, up? I'm just curious now. I think it was like Facebook message back then. Okay. I mean, this yeah. was a long time ago. And so I was like, all right, like, I guess I'll go on a date. Like, this guy's so different, literally so different than any guy I've ever dated. Basically, this is going back to me being like, I need to change my whole entire yeah. type because that's not working out. Instead of realizing, like, relationships just end. Mm-hmm. Um, and so anyway, I go out, I go out with this guy and I'm like, you know what? Like there, there was no, like, I had no spark. There was no like, Oh my God, I'm obsessed with you. But I had that obsessive feeling before. And it always kind of went down one path, which was okay. like, okay, this guy is like the the jock, the whatever. And it never ended well. That so, made you nervous. So you kind yeah. of felt like ner- you kind of misconstrued nerves as love before yes. mm-hmm. an obsession. Mm-hmm. And now you're like, well, maybe we should do the practical thing and go for a guy who's not going to make me shit my pants. But right. do you think, were, were you getting any pressure from like your parents or anyone? No, to, like, no get pressure soon? from my okay. parents. The pressure was more like in a weird way peer pressure because everyone i feel like at that time like 2015 a lot of my friends were like getting married right out of college with like their college sweethearts so it was sort of just like what everyone was doing like Mm -hmm. i feel like there is this like pocket of time when you're like 24 25 where there is like a community of people that are getting married so you're like okay i guess this is what we're doing like Mm -hmm. this is sort of what we're doing and i felt like formulaically if that's a word it made sense on paper like nice catholic you know like wants to live in this area from here wants to have children these are the goals whatever so like on paper i was like let me just give this a go let me give this a try and Wait, i went what a go the relationship or the marriage? The relationship okay, okay. the relationship and, at the time and plus i just want to like it's just interesting because we're from the same town but i never felt that pressure of people getting married around me until I don't think I ever felt it. I think that we live in a, an area. Maybe because you went to Catholic school. I went to Catholic maybe. school. We went to different yeah. school. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. maybe. Yeah. Okay. Different mm-hmm. communities in the same place. Because I know the Langley crowd too, and they're much more fun and much more like, you know, not. <laughs> they're I was not like, doing well, what we, we were doing. getting married in our 20s no, dominantly. You no. You okay. But I mean, I could name off, I was already like, I had gone to a dozen weddings at that point. Yeah. That's um, wild. Yeah. And I always like wanted to be a mom and stuff. It was never a question as to like what I wanted to do. I always wanted to get married, be a mom. That wasn't a question. So it was sort of just like, 
all right, well, and this was also the height of like the Pinterest craze of weddings. It was like people Mm -hmm. were doing extravagant, crazy Mm -hmm. things. And this was all pre-pandemic. The culture was different. Support from today's episode comes from Honey Love. Whether you're a bride, a guest, looking for an everyday outfit that makes your bod look awesome, Honey Love is your go-to for all things shapewear. They have revolutionized the compression technology so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating while wearing effective shapewear. You'll immediately love it and you're going to love to see the difference. It feels good, but it also looks amazing. And we have an exclusive offer for our listeners. It's 20% off your entire order when you use code GETIT at HoneyLove.com. Support our show and check them out at HoneyLove.com and use the code G-E-T-I-T. No, um, no spaces or anything like that. Do you guys have any time in your life where like shapewear has really made you feel so much more confident at an event? I had to wear it. I liked it. I like it sometimes as like a slip. So like if I'm wearing a tight dress, like a mm-hmm. bodycon dress, um, yeah. and you want like that full, you want that that like hourglass shape and you yeah. want the support in the booby area and then the butt area and you want it to look sleek underneath without you know, showing the bra. Yeah. yeah that, I mean, is that, I guess you're like, yeah, actually that's yeah, that's what... like the half the point of it, but I appreciate you explaining. Some people use it more for like just the Lifting, overall hold sucking, feel. Yeah. Yeah. But I like mm-hmm. it more of like for, well, I guess shape, shape creation. Yeah. yeah. Smoothness. Yeah. Molding. I, I want <laughs> Molding. my saddlebags to be pushed in a little bit. That's what I like to use it for. So anyways, treat yourself to the best shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com with the code GETIT. Use the code GETIT, G-E-T-I-T, at honeylove.com. Oh, before we move on, I just want to say that they have more than shapewear. They have comfortable bras, tanks, leggings for like everyday things. And I love their bras. Oh, they're so comfortable. But that same feeling in dating was also what I felt getting married. In my mind, I was like, well, I'm just making a better decision because I'm not basing it off of like these other sort of feelings. Yeah. You thought you were being responsible. Yeah. Because people would try to talk it up. Well, that's just a spark. And like, there's so much more to it. Like they have to be this, this, this. So I was like, okay, I guess when I'm signing up for marriage, it's going to be like, different like i don't i have to just disclude those feelings so that um, when you were getting when you like set a date and you got it well, well when you got engaged how'd you feel like i was i think i was excited to get married but i was not you're excited for the wedding just to get married i think and have kids mm-hmm. but i didn't never thought of it as like Obviously, my my perspective is different now based on my situation, but I never thought of it like, I'm going to have children with you. I'm going to be married to you. I thought of it as like, I'm getting married. I'm having kids. This is just what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. So um, did you think of like how long marriages ideally last? Marriage ideally yeah. lasts for? Yeah, I never you were like, thought. I'm going to be 70 something, hopefully with this person. Yeah, I thought. I never thought I would like be divorced, like ever, ever, ever. Like I'm such like also like when I commit to it, it's like forever and ever. And again, my whole perspective was I just thought this was what was the option that you should choose because it's good for you. Like I was mm-hmm. just, that was the mindset. So you got married and your wedding night, do you feel like I shouldn't 
have done this or are you feeling like, you know, this is, this is life and this is a beautiful wedding. Yeah. Like how'd you feel when like the doors open and it's like time to walk down the aisle? Yeah, I definitely felt emotional. I mean, I had a huge wedding like yours, Ashley. I had like 350 people there. It was an extreme affair. Oh, wow. So I, it was like walking into wonderland, you know? So you had all the emotions, I feel like, of that and then all the people around you. And again, all I had in my mind was this is what I'm supposed to do. Like, this is just what marriage is, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, And just disassociated from all of my earlier dating experiences um, and just kept telling myself based on my opinion and other people that this is the right thing to do. This is like a good guy. This is like the right guy. Um, but but again, I knew pretty much the whole time. Okay. I knew the whole time it was like not what it was supposed to be. But again, I kept justifying in my mind so many different things. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I knew on my wedding night. And what are you supposed to do? You just had a half million dollar wedding. I think you need to give it a go. Yeah. So I was like, yeah. I'm going to put six years in. You give it a go. You know? Oh my God. Okay. Wait. Oh, that that, so oh my much. gosh. Okay. Well, thanks for being honest about the cost of your wedding. That yeah. is, um, it's a bold statement. I mean, Lauren knows that, but yeah. Yeah. Okay. So hold on a second. Do you think that he felt towards you all the things that you really do hope and want to feel towards another person when entering marriage? I think he did. In the beginning, and then, you know, I respect my ex as a person, but he has a different mindset on life. And Lauren knows this, you know, with super um, Catholic or Mormon guys, they have justification for a lot of different things that go on in the relationship. So I think at the end of the day, like their view on self-sacrifice is different. But no, I mean, the entire time he would have stayed with me. He, okay. Know. Yeah. Yeah. Because so he would have done it out of like um, out of religion. religion, religion like, he made the decision and he will die yeah. on the hill. Okay, Whereas okay, okay, like yeah. I for so long thought. Not okay, that he thought it was all that. roses and rainbows. Um, no, no. No. Okay. When did you feel like it started going south where you were like, okay, I know that I never had that feeling that everybody hopes to have, but, um, but this is getting to be like, not a situation I want to live in. Yes. Every year I would sort of have the, I I would have the feelings constantly, but I would sort of bring it up and then he would sort of level set me or justify me, or I would just like move on from it. Or we had a child Mm -hmm. or someone died in the family, or there was something that happened with one of my kids, um, Two different health things. We'll get into the children in a minute. Yeah. So there were just things that kept preventing me from also doing that. Also, I, as soon as I got pregnant, I stopped working, which was, by the way, like two seconds into getting married. I got pregnant two two months later. Oh, um, wow. After we got married. Wow. Um, And so, you know, I was married for six years, but I was a stay-at-home mom. So it was like busting out of that kind of a situation. You need to have a little bit of a plan. Um, but there were just so many things that kept coming up that kept kind of preventing it from actually happening. Also, it's a little taboo to be like divorcing when you're like 30, at least it feels. Mm -hmm. Um, so that was kind of why it kept going on. So I was married for a total of six years. Okay. I've got lots of questions in here. Yeah. Well, the wedding night question is like lingering for me and I know you don't want to go into the details, but like, can I ask, were you 
did you guys like wait till you're married too? We did. You did. Okay. We did. So um, you had sex the first time on your wedding night. Did yes. that play a role in how fast you got married and like how much? Not really. No. Okay. As, if you know me now, like I'm getting married pretty fast. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> she I, keeps having teaser alert, you know, yeah, spoiler sorry. alert. I hate, I hate to do it. Um, no, that didn't really play a role into it. Uh, that was a new thing for me. Like I said, I was out here dating frat guys and athletes. So, um, that was not the lifestyle previous, but I said, Hey, let me try something so different. Oh, so you weren't a virgin, but the two no. of you had sex for the first time on right. your wedding night. Yeah. Did that, did, did, did sex complicate things in the relationship? Like did, did the inexperience on one end? No, it um, wasn't the inexperience. It was all the other stuff that affected me just literally not wanting to. Mm-hmm. You just never felt like you wanted to be intimate with she him. She didn't want because, to rip his clothes off. Yeah, yeah. because you were weren't was, like, super attracted. Yeah. yeah, it's not only that. It's like when resentment starts building up and issues and like, honestly, you can be very unattracted to someone based on like how personalities shine yeah. through and things that are said. Yeah. And, and um, I can talk more later about this, but you yeah. can be, you can think you're one way sexually until you meet the right person and then hello. oh that's funny okay so then you get pregnant two months into the marriage yes um was it again planned yeah absolutely really wanted to be a mom so you guys started trying right away so like did the child coming into the picture play a um as a stressor on the relationship even more no, honestly, the child coming into the relationship was, I think, something that made me feel like I'm going to give this more effort um, in the beginning. We had a lot of health stuff with Mark. And so Your that compli- yeah, that complicated any sort of feelings of me wanting to break up the marriage because, first of all, like you're dealing with serious like health stuff and things like that. And so you're kind of like, we need to be united front also. As a stay-at-home mom, I didn't have, like, some vast community. Also, I was a very young mom. Um, so dealing with some of that stuff, I didn't really have, like, anyone else to talk to. Um, so then, therefore, you lean into your current situation. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you mentioned that, like, not having a job kind of, like, made you think, oh, I should stay because I don't have the work. Also, you're working as a mom, so that's not fair to say. But also... Um, Maybe financially, you were like, okay, well, financially, I can't leave. So, but I don't even think she's there yet. Were you even thinking about that at that point? Like when you first had Mark? Um, It had always been on my mind. Like if I want to leave this situation, how do I leave it? So what would you suggest to women out there who maybe do want to be stay-at-home moms, but then also don't want to have that feeling of like, what's their future going to be if there's not a husband around? I would say via death or divorce. I know. Well, I would say sort of what I always did was I always had like a side project. I always like did blogging or this and that. And I would try to always like teach classes or have some sort of something on the side where I could keep building like an audience or something that I feel like I could turn into like a business later, even if it wasn't super serious while I was a mom. I feel like that gave me the landing pad. Also, I sort of started my business to kind of get on the outs. Um, But Honestly, when it comes down to it, and I can talk more about this later, like you have to have the balls to blow up your whole life for happiness because it is worth the unknown than 
rather stay in a situation where you think that this is this is love this is all you get for the rest of your life Mm -hmm. i'm gonna play devil's advocate right now yeah you just told everyone that you had a half a million dollar wedding so people are out there being like well this girl obviously had people or money inherited or whatever like a safety back on Yeah. yeah uh the answer is no The answer is, yes, my parents paid for the wedding, but they're also not out here just like funneling money. They're also like, if you make a decision, hello, you have to work through it yourself. Also getting divorced at 33, my parents weren't like, I'm going to pay your bills. Mm -hmm. So I still have to figure everything out on my own. Mm -hmm. Okay. Just wanted to put that out there so that everybody knew, you know? No, absolutely. You guys are in for a treat because support for today's episode comes from Jenny K. Jenny Kane for classy bitches. I'm so obsessed. We love Jenny Kane. I just wore their California, they call it like California chic or whatever. And I wore it in Carmel, California. And and there was even people in Carmel, California. And you were clutching your cashmere cardigan as the (laughs) wind blew as you looked upon the sea. Yes. Yes. Well, that's really smart that you wore it there (laughs) because Jenny Kane's all about classic, comfortable California inspired clothes. I love the Sherling mules. Mm-hmm. They're the best, the best, the best. They keep my toesy so warm, but they're also they slip on. So good. They look so dope. Like I literally wear them with jeans out to just run errands, and it looks better than I don't know. I look so put together, but yet it's like mm-hmm. a house slip on. It's a house slipper around my house. They're they're so. Oh, I'm so obsessed. I feel like they're. I should get them surgically attached to my feet. Um, <laughs> um, I got the I got the sweater coat, which is always just like another. Ah, yeah, I just got the sweater staple. coat. I yep. don't have it yet, but I just ordered it. It's covers like your Wait, bum. Is that, is that the one I or I think I ordered that one too. I think you may. I think they'll have great taste. Um, <laughs> so uh, it's just a nice long cozy sweater that you can throw over like a workout outfit, and with your like Sherling mules, look like a, a Swedish influencer. Oh, so see, to me, I was like, this is like, I'm a mom, but I'm a cool mom. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like you or do Pilates solely. Exactly. It's the ultimate like minimalist girl. Yeah. Cool clean girl. girl cool. Yeah. yeah. But it's Anyways, their staples. We could talk about Jenny Kane and how amazing their staples are forever. But we just want to let you know that you can get 15% off your order when you use our code... That's massive because you guys, these are like the kind of products that you keep in your closet for a long time. They are a little bit on the pricier end, but 15% off, like heck yeah. So dramatic pause there, but yeah, um, the 15% off code is get it. So 50% off with our promo code, get it at jennykane.com slash get it. Um, this, let me, let me spell it out for you. J, J, very good. So J, N, N, I, K-A-Y-N-E dot com slash get it. The brand go-to for all season staples. Treat yourself because you deserve it. Okay, so then you said that you started your business on while everything was on the outs. Do you think that your ex-husband knew that that's what you were kind of planning? Um, or do you think like, he was he supportive of your business because maybe he thought like, oh, she's going to leave? Is that what you I were planning? And is yeah, that what you're... Yeah, yeah, she did say that. I, yeah, yeah, she did started... say that. <laughs> I started going more full throttle because I was Mm -hmm. like, I literally need a plan. Like I had known in my mind and I kept making excuses, but I was like, okay, it's time to put the excuses into action and fueled me to create this business and actually like put in all the work and effort into it. And, um, 
he was supportive of it. Also, like his mindset and priority, again, is a different worldview. It's like you're kind of at home to like bear children. And, you know, there's nothing wrong with that mindset if that is how you want to be. But I was like getting a little bored of that. I didn't want to have six kids. I didn't want to like live that life anymore. I wanted to have something for myself. And I knew that I needed to build that in order to leave um, and have something for myself. When that switch go off for you? Because I think that for you going into the marriage, you were cool with having being the stay at home mom. Oh yeah, which like, at one point me... in my life I was like that would be so ideal. And now yes. I some days I crave it. Some days I yeah. wish I was like I wish I didn't have to do any work. I wish I could just hang out with my kid. And then I know there'd be days that I would go absolutely mad that way. So absolutely. when did that like that start to be like uh, a thing in your mind? That was kind of it was always there subtly, but after I had the second, I was like. I just can't do this anymore. Like I thought honestly having a second, I would be like, okay, this will be like, it'll so make time us... consuming. Yeah. Um, but really, uh, I guess I can't say a specific time. Um, I think it was 2021, the end of 2021, I started the business and that was sort of like, I knew in my mind I was, this was my exit strategy. I hate to say it. That's blunt, but mm-hmm. yeah. Um, I we have like a I kind of want to like get more into like the dating aspect because like we know the marriage yes. outs all this yeah. stuff you yeah. get divorced it it happens and it's but um... I have one huge question yes okay, go for it. I'm sorry Lauren before we go there what was was there a moment you knew or was there just a continual progression of leading I knew the entire time it was just a continual progression of like okay stop making excuses one day I was just like I literally can't do it anymore there was a moment there was a person I met that sort of kind of didn't know that he had this effect on my decision making at the time but it was a conversation I had with someone where I said fuck it I have to leave so Yeah. yeah there was like that moment but all along it was a progressive yeah. So you, you can't blame it on one particular person or thing or instance. Yeah. No. Okay. So you get a divorce. You live in the same house for a little bit, correct? Correct. How Which is I that? I think it's not uncommon. I don't think it's uncommon because there's different living situations. Correct. It was like four or five months. Ooh. Um, not in the same bed, obviously. Yeah. And I was, you know, I'm going to be blunt. I'm going to be honest here on the podcast. Cause I feel mm-hmm. like that's really what people want to hear. Yeah. Um, but I told him on a Monday, on a Sunday, it was done Monday. I was out there dating and some people might say, Hey, you know, that doesn't seem cool, but honestly I had been ready to date for a couple of years. So yeah. I, um, I have a lot of dating content, but so basically there's... So wait a second. Did you just say like, hey, husband that I was married to a couple of days ago, I'm going to go on a date tonight? No, there was like two weeks before where I said, hey, I'm really going to seriously think about this. I don't think this is what I want. And then when he was on his way home from like a guy's trip, I was like this, I've decided like I'm done with this. Um, and I'm trying to be as respectful as possible, obviously here, mm-hmm. but, um, I, no, I didn't say I'm dating. I just did my own thing. At that point, there was some foul play in how I was treated once I made that decision. Um, and so he wasn't like blind to those is actions. What we're 
Yeah. But due to the actions that he went through after I said it was all over, I was like, I'm literally all the way dating. Mm-hmm. So okay. people are going to wonder if there is another guy on the horizon when you said I'm getting divorced from you. There was there was not really a guy on the horizon. There was a guy that sort of showed me a specific feeling where I was like, all right, I'm. I know it's out there. I know this story and I'm just going to clarify for her that it wasn't like um, a sexual thing. It was more of like um, kind of just like seeing a guy in his like element doing something really attractive that she found very attractive and kind of was like, this is the kind of the feeling I'm striving for Correct. It, of like admiration for someone rather mm-hmm. than like, oh, I'm hooking up with this dude and I can't wait to hook up with him when I'm divorced. Correct. Because yeah. I never did. Yeah. No, we never did. And it was also like, this guy is so different. This Mm -hmm. guy's so alternative in his thought. And so I was immediately back to like my younger self. Like, Mm. this is more me. Like, I can see this for my life again. Not with this person, but this is, this guy's showing me that it exists out there still. And that's, it's feeling right. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Um, but I will say I have the three gets that you need when you're going to be dating after divorce. You get a vibrator, you get a gym membership, and you get some Botox. Okay. And this is, this is bottom line, top tier, the three things you need before anything else, before you even get on a dating app. Yeah. Okay, well, that's very good advice. Honestly, stand behind all of that. Okay, the vibrator, I would say, I would honestly say that the vibrator is probably important in the fact that, like, you don't you bring anyone use, home, you got your vibrator you should, you at home. You should use yeah. that when you're debating whether or not to go further with someone you're dating, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, lean on that as to, a crutch. Yeah, and, you just need to, listen, you need to get in your sexual era and you need to explore a little bit before you go out and hit the streets because people are doing different things. It's not <laughs> 2015. Okay. Okay. Oh so gosh. as you're dating out there, you let's say you're beyond this like trial to two week period. This is 
this is beyond like that trial period or whatever. So you're out there dating, you are sleeping with men. What are they doing differently now that you're out there after being married? Like what sexually is different? I mean, shit, I, I'm right in the same boat with you. I don't know what's going on. Well, it's, it's very interesting. I felt like I was um, blessed in that I have two best friends that are like 10 years younger than me, you know, Simona and Catherine. Mm -hmm. So they're like the Gen Z in my ear telling me, hey, this is what's happening. They gave me crash courses. I'm like, like scared when... to know. Oh, no, it's fine. <laughs> but the thing is, is like when I became single, it was like, there is a job requisition open. Like I am a hiring manager. There is a job to be full. So I was going through resumes. I was like, this was, this was a full-time job. Like I was taking it very serious. So I was doing my research. I was talking to my friends. I was two times a day in the gym. So that when two I was out there. Two times a day? Oh, yeah, you looked days. amazing in the beginning, the first place. Mm, Lauren knows. No, you look good, but she was wearing saggy leggings, all right? Listen. That was a tall tale sign of like a sad person. Her leggings had like they a were... baggy crotch. No, it's because they were maternity and I would still continue to wear <laughs> them. They are them. the most comfy of, 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 of leggings. They come Both so down. high up. Yeah. <laughs> okay, wait. So you are you actively seeking like a boyfriend or a husband or are you just like trying to get out there? Well, I was like, I have two options here. I either go on The Bachelor or I get on Hinge and Which, say I'm looking for my husband. You definitely could have been on The Bachelor. You may have been like a little bit of like, an, you know, you may have a been a character. <laughs> I may have been a character. Honestly, probably would have not been that second husband I was looking for. But uh, I went into the dating world like uh, I'm going to see what's out there. But I'm for sure looking for husband number two. Like I, I, okay. I, I hate to say it, but I went into it being like i'm finding husband too um so it was very so you weren't scarred know. by your divorce experience like a lot Absolutely of people not. i was like i can't wait to get married again oh, okay that's great yeah because oh. i believe in marriage yeah um but it has to be with the right person obviously but how mm -hmm. many people did you date until you met your now fiance who you got engaged to how many months after after telling your husband i want a divorce oh oh no 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 um we no i started um dating him six months after we separated after divorce. six months after we separated. Uh, yeah and, and then the divorce hasn't wasn't final for some time but but i get it you were separated yeah it was final yeah finalized a couple months later but we i dated my now fiance for five and a half months and then Before. we got engaged okay okay so you're out there but you are like you were in DMs. Like you were in a lot of DMs. Oh, you would come get your hair done and then you would tell me of a new MLB player or NFL player and you have to like talk about it a little bit. Listen, there were <laughs> I was like I told myself I was like I'm going to date all types of guys cuz I need to figure out what is going to work for me. I didn't blow up my whole life to like not get this right second time around. True. So I was like yeah. I'm going in. So I dated doctors, lawyers, athletes. I mean, there were many a blue checks. Um <laughs> many a blue checks in there but boots on the ground okay in real life like all day every day i would i would be dating like lawyers and doctors and entrepreneurs like there was like the eclectic mix i was like i'm not going to just go for one specific type mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and um but i knew at that point what i did not want in any capacity so that was helpful um so that was that our next partner is Athletic Greens. I take AG1 by Athletic Greens literally every 
day. And can I just tell you guys, I don't know if you listen to the Huberman podcast. Have you guys heard of Huberman? Have we talked about this? No. Okay. Huberman, he's so cool. He's basically like a scientist (laughs) and he's so smart. He has like one of the number one podcasts, but um, I was listening to his podcast and AG1 by Athletic Greens was a sponsor. And I felt so damn. I was like, damn, we're scientific over here. So I take AG1 in the morning. Uh, it's best to take it on an empty stomach. Um, you do it before, you know, before your coffee, before you're working out, before you're starting your day. And it's going to like get you going. I promise. It makes me feel unstoppable ready to go. And believe me, I'm not like working on a lot of sleep here. So AG1 has got my body as good as it really can get. It has got everything you really need in it. So you don't have to like take a whole bunch of supplements. You know how you, you see those people that are like, and then I pick out from this thing and then I pick out from this thing. And then yeah, just take it all in one place. Just one scoop of powder in water once a day, best you know as as first thing in the morning um before you eat anything uh yeah so you just like with ag1 it's really designed with ease in mind so you can live a healthier better life without having to do a lot to get that done Uh, each scoop is packed with 75 minerals vitamins and whole food source ingredients for the highest quality uh it's going to give you major benefits for your gut your mood support boosted energy even, you know, if we wanted to be a little vain, and hair and healthier nails. looking skin, hair and nails. So if you guys are looking for an easier way to take supplements, Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Go to athleticgreens.com slash get it. That's athleticgreens.com slash get it. Check it out. So I thought it would be, that was my biggest fear in dating is that guys would not want to be involved with me or not want to date me because I have kids. It's the complete opposite, actually. It was, wow, you're a mom? Like, I'm intrigued. You're a mom. Uh, I need to take you on a date. I think it is very much a heart eyes for guys, which was fascinating for me, especially younger guys. Like, they were like, wow, love it. Um, That's so but nice. For, it, it was very nice. So there was no, never, never, never a problem. But for me, it was sort of like, I could... It was hard for me to see the guys I was dating with my kids. So it wasn't from their end where I felt like the hesitation was. It was more from my end. How was, uh, how many guys did you introduce to your kids? None. Just oh, okay. My None. Just your fiance. fiance. Okay, yeah. great. So when you're dating with kids and you're, and you're, you're still living together in the same house as your husband, how was like the I don't want to say like custody, but like, how was the split on taking care of kids? Because you couldn't just be like any day of the week, be like, I'm going out, right? You'd have to like yeah. have it on the days that you, that he would have the kids. Is that how it yeah, went? Yeah, it was just sort of like a 50-50. I mean, I was more of the primary caretaker at that point, but it was sort of just like, I picked my days where I wanted to go out and, you know, he did what he wanted to on his days. It was sort of like, I guess the foreshadowing of how it was going to be. Um, but the communication was bleak at that point. It was not um, living in a wondrous land. So, hmm. yeah. When you're dating and you're a mom, you're also thinking, will this guy not just drive with me, but drive with my kids? 
is that any different than it was when you were younger and looking for a guy to like be a parent with is it or is it like still the same thing like you're like i'm looking for someone to parent with be the father of my children it just or do you think like this their dad is still gonna be their dad which of yeah. course is the case but like it's like how is how is it different um it's it's definitely different i think their dad's always going to be their dad but i based on my experience as a mom knowing my kids and then knowing how i feel about certain things that are a part of my kids lives um it does change my perspective i was going to bring up like the political climate has changed drastically in the last eight years and that um, affects a lot of different parenting decisions and culture and everything. So I knew going into it, the type of man that I was looking for that would align with me on those things that I didn't have foresight in my twenties because how could you possibly? And then Mm -hmm. with the culture changing so much, those issues just don't come up until they do. And then when you think, maybe you don't see eye to eye, it's a little too late then. So I, I felt I had a better grasp on what I was looking for in a man to support those like values with would my you kids. Say, would you say that is more of a growing up thing or more of an experience thing? I think more of an experience because as you know, being a mom, like you could say, you could read all the books, but until you're an actual mom and you're going through the motions, you can't really like, have significant opinions like you can go into it being like i feel like i'll be like this but until Mm -hmm. you're faced with it also as the children are different ages like my kids are three and five so that's different than one yeah it's different than six months so i feel like it's an experience thing at least for me gotcha so you meet your fiance five months are you yeah you get with him five months after you split with your husband six Mm -hmm. months how did it feel when you met him? How was it different? Were you like, oh my gosh, this is what I was supposed to be looking for? You yeah, finally, it was, finally understood. Yeah, it was so different uh, than like any guy I dated or obviously was married to. Um, I feel like when you always would like talk about Jared or whatever, I'd be like so disconnected. I'm like, oh my God, I haven't felt like that since like I was like younger. Like I, I can't, I'm like literally married and like can't even relate. Uh, I... When so anyway, I was sitting inside Boston Mall or whatever. Mm-hmm. He walks in, and then we're talking about like a six four golden retriever comes right through the door, and I'm like immediately yes, immediately yes, yes, <laughs> oh yes, yes, yes. At first, I was like a golden retriever. He had uh-huh. he brought in a golden retriever. How amazing! Like, but he, but not really. You're calling not him a really, golden retriever because he's a blonde him. six he's four a total golden retriever, all tan and everything. But we sat down, so it was the most incredible experience. Like meeting him, um, I knew instantly, and I. I even when I was like obsessed with guys like back in the day, like I never like had that like I you are like my soul mate for life. Where have you been my whole entire life? Like I literally love you. Um, and I felt that with him. And so I knew like, okay, this is my second husband. So when I was getting ready for the date, I was getting ready with my girlfriend Simona, and I initially wasn't gonna go on a date with him because he has the same name as my ex-husband. <laughs> like <laughs> and so I wasn't gonna go on the date, but she said, you know, that could be your husband. And like she didn't say that for the six months I was dating about anyone. And I was like, yeah, okay. I literally came home. I was like, that's my fucking husband. Like I can't. So, but yeah, like I knew immediately. I mean, we were just like lost in each other. Like it was just like, 
I was like infatuated, like at first sight and like first conversation, like we couldn't leave each other. We were talking for hours. We were walking around Arlington, like kissing in the streets and holding hands. And listen, it was, yeah, an unmatched experience. For people out there listening, thinking like, oh, it sounds like she's in infatuation with him and it might be lust and not love. And you guys have a date on the calendar and it's (laughs) right around the corner. How would you respond to those people? How do you know it's not too fresh to get into another marriage? And that yeah, this is I, like something that's lifelong. It will last beyond that, um, that flamey period. Yeah. The flamey period. Um, well, I, I think the difference in that is that, uh, I've experienced marriage before and for a long term. And I knew at that point after dating for six months, what I was exactly looking for. I'll also say he was married prior to, oh. so we had even on the first date, deep conversations about exactly what we were looking for. Um, So I think based on our collective experience, we connected just instantly. Mm -hmm. We aligned on everything. Um, And so like the infatuation is, um, I guess you could say the excitement, the spark Mm -hmm. that was involved, but there's such a deeper love there um, and connection. But listen, I think people are more decisive when they've been married and been through mm-hmm. experience, know what it is, know what they want, what they don't want. Um, also, we're older. Uh, I'm 34. And, you know, I don't think I need, I don't think a time of dating is is significant to success. Um, because you could be with someone for seven years and then marry them and it not work out. So um, that's what I have to say about that. Gotcha. Uh, okay, that's our last question. And guys, I'm sorry, Lauren just popped off because her Wi-Fi went wonky. So I just, I'm wrapping this up with, with Adrian on my own, but I got questions from Lauren and we're on the same page about all this. I think what we want to know and that the audience would like to know if they are like in a situation like they, like yourself, what advice would you give to girls who are feeling pressure to get married for a multitude of reasons, age maybe being one of them, and maybe not feeling what they think they should be feeling. I think this goes back to um, what gets like a negative, um, I guess, reputation, which is like the spark. And for me, I was like, there is no spark in my previous relationship. And I just chalked it up to like, it'll get there, it'll grow. And I think a lot of girls that are probably in the situation you're explaining are waiting for that to be there. Um, I think there's a difference between there being a spark and just it not being the right person and that's okay. But I think also understanding the world is large and vast and there are so many people out there and you don't have to die on a hill because you've said yes. Like we can make decisions in our life and they can be changed. Like you don't, you're not going to be a failure. Like we're kind of like pushed into this culture as like, oh my gosh, it's taboo. Like you're getting a divorce. What a failure. Especially if you have kids, what a failure. But honestly, it's not. And I think more people need to talk about getting out of the relationship sooner rather than later so that a lot of their life isn't passing them by, honestly. I think that's good advice. And as far as the spark goes, people waiting for a spark, it's it needs to come at some point. You know what I mean? Right. Like yeah. I think what people say, like the spark is something that you need to like kind of get over, like go outside your it type or whatnot. 
I think yes, but like you can't be there in that relationship because it's practical for a long time. I think what they mean, I think the the advice that they mean to give, which I don't think often comes across, but you bring up a good point, is that like you can date somebody that you're not, that's not in your type range. But then within a few dates, you know, within a month or so, you should be developing strong feelings for them. Um, if you're just dating because, like, it seems like right on paper, you right. probably should never get married. Right. Because, again, love isn't, like, formulaic like that. And sometimes it doesn't add up in the equation. But I, I think at the end of the day also last thing about dating is like a lot of women go out there and like, Oh my God, I didn't feel upset. Like they didn't feel exactly what I just described. Even if you feel that like intense intimacy for somebody, the second you meet them, um, I'm not saying go for that. If like you don't align on values when you find out on oh, two yeah. or three dates, it's, yeah. it's not like, look at the spark over everything else. Oh yeah. But it's also like, if you don't feel like an extreme draw towards someone, I hate to say it, but there's so many people out there and there's going to be someone yeah. you do. And there's discern between the spark and just not the right person. Yeah, and don't let so everybody much. around you convince you that it's going to grow because they're saying that with all good intentions no. and they, they want you to succeed, but they're never going to care from your perspective because they're not in your shoes yeah. in the relationship. Yes. We, we feel that exactly. So guys, when people say, just like, no, when people say stuff like, oh, let it grow, let it grow too. Like, you know, and if it's not growing, if it's not, if it's grow- not growing, yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't Literally. marry it. All no. right. Well, I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting, but Skims has changed that. You know, I love Skims underwear. So I finally tried their bras and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give, but what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are too. I've tried so many bras in the past, and the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough, to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims Bras at skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select Podcast in the survey, and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Adrian, it's been a great conversation. Thank you so much for being here. I can't wait to see the the feedback from the listeners on this. I feel like there will be a lot because I feel like we see messages all the time on the message board about girls debating whether or not they're yeah. they should be where they are in a relationship. Yeah. It's okay. gonna be worth it. Well, thank you so much. Yes. And um, thank you for having we'll me. See you soon. And uh okay. congratulations. Thank you so much. And uh before you know it, you're going to be like walking down the aisle. It's insane. I know. It's so crazy. But very excited for you.
All Thank right. you. Bye. Thank Bye. you. I don't get it. Podcast.